Since 1992, Genesis House has been helping real people heal from addiction on their private recovery campus in beautiful Palm Beach County, Florida. Their family-owned program is accredited by the Joint Commission and offers detox and dual diagnosis treatment in a comfortable and confidential setting. At Genesis House, they focus on treating the underlying causes of addiction. Their comprehensive approach includes psychiatric care, individual and small group therapy, trauma healing techniques, and holistic care including yoga, massage, and animal-assisted therapy. After treatment, their clients enjoy the lifelong support of a nationwide network of Genesis House alumni. Call Genesis House today at 1-800-737-0933 to speak with someone who understands. Visit them on the web at www.genesishouse.net. It's time to start your journey to a long and successful recovery. Genesis House and the Friends in Recovery podcast are proud to bring you Answering the Call, the first responders podcast. Join your hosts as they address the real issues of first responders' health and wellness, from physical and mental health to relationships and work-life balance. Answering the Call, the First Responders Podcast is available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube, as well as iHeartRadio, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, here are your friends in recovery answering the call. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Answering the Call, the First Responders Podcast. I am the podfather, Mike Miles, and uh, here with Jersey Ed. Oh, what am I doing here? Hey, whoa, this isn't Friends in Recovery. Wow, hey, I'm a guest today, I guess. You are, you're my guest. What's what's up, Podfather? Who knows more about policing than you? (laughs) Yeah, I know the other side of policing. (laughs) I know what not to do. (laughs) Me too, a little Uh, bit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, hey, it's good. Yeah, it's good to be on the show, Mike, uh, Podfather. And uh, I'm I'm glad we were. uh, able to do this. Hopefully this will be more of a regular thing. I enjoy doing this show and, uh, you know, um, I've been watching a lot of your, your solo shows and I'm telling you, Podfather, I'm kind of envious of you watching it. Like, how does this guy like reading, doing all that, not reading, but just going off and I'm, I'm doing my own show. Cause we, we, we got our shows cause it's yeah, easier yeah. for us yeah. to do. I do my own show. I'm like, how do I do this by myself? You know, and you just blast it <laughs> off like 20 minutes, half hour, 40 minutes. And like, Hey, good wow. topic. So thanks. And if you guys, you know, if you go listen to a couple of shows back before we took our break, um, you know, you'll know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. Well, you know, the break, uh, it's been a month, a four week break and we really needed it. I know I did. Uh, we got a lot. We all got a lot going on. You have a lot going on. I have a lot going on. But, you know, what's important is, <clears throat> excuse me, we do this um, because we want to do it. We enjoy doing it. We don't get paid to do it. We do it to help. And that's what we uh, we help is we, we help people. Um, but I got to be honest, um, I really needed that month off. Um, I was getting stale. I watched the last of the, um, a couple of the last uh, podcasts, and I was like ashamed of myself. You know, I'm like sitting in my underwear in my bedroom. You know, I have no backdrop. Or nothing, you know, I'm like, boy, talk about letting it slide. You know, <laughs> but I'm glad wow. we decided to to get together and do one today because. Um, you know, it's something you don't want to let go of. I, I've had people con- contact me, and I'm sure you do too, that really appreciate the uh, Friends of Recovery podcast, which has been going on for th- over three years now, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost four years now. Ah, four years right. next, yeah, yeah, almost four, yeah, three and a yeah, half years. And, and the answer in the call has been a good two and a half years. And, yeah, uh, yeah. So it's good. But, um, you know, uh, I know you're busy. Uh, you, you're, you're moving. you got a lot going on. The family's good. Everyone's good. 
everybody's good. Can't complain. You know, hey, Mike, you know, I'm sober. That's the main thing. Yes. And uh, everything else falls around that. And I know this isn't friends and recovery, but this is a part of sure. health and Absolutely. wellness for first responders. And I'm sure we have a lot of people out there that listen that are in recovery. Absolutely. But sure. if I'm not staying sober, I'm not, you know, if I'm not thinking sober minded, if I'm not thinking soberly, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then, then I'll be that, that guy again, running from the cops again, you yeah. know, all yeah, those years right. ago. That's so, right. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I, I think uh, for me personally, um, you know, I've been reading the paper a lot lately. Um, you know, I like the paper. I like the newspaper. I buy a New York paper and I buy a Boston paper and I read them. Oh, you cops day. like the paper. Yeah. I always see a cop reading the fucking paper. I don't know why, but all can, right. you can use it. You know, I usually I used to just read the sports, but now I don't even read the sports. I'm reading. I love the New York Post because um, it just it's got great pictures. Number one, there's always some glamour girls. You know, in bikinis, front of the front, paper. but um, and, and that sells the paper. But no, there, there's some good stuff in in the, in the uh, post. You know, politics, and and then of course on policing. And I was just telling you earlier, <clears throat> there's a young girl missing uh, out in uh, the Midwest. They, they, her and her boyfriend went on a month long journey, and uh, he's not speaking to the police. They can't find her. He's a suspect, uh, a person of interest, as they call it. Mm -hmm. But what I was doing last night, I was reading the, the post when I got home from work. And uh, I noticed that they were using excerpts of a police officer's police report. And I thought to myself, my goodness, this cop writes like a uh, like a novelist. His, his words, his choice of words, um, you know, what he's observed, um, the information he's getting. But it was so interesting. Somebody who reads every day, I was like, wow, this kid is a great writer. And he's mm -hmm. just a patrolman. And I was thinking, boy, policing has really changed. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was a cop, 1980, I started, we went from, right, everything was paper. Mm -hmm. the, the warrants were on paper. All our reports were handwritten in the cruiser. As soon as an event happened or an incident happened, we had incident reports, accident mm -hmm. reports you know, arrest reports, everything was handwritten and you mm -hmm. had to have it done by the end of your shift mm -hmm. or you stayed later and finished it. Nowadays, everything's on computers. Everything's on, on computer. computer. Yeah. yeah, right. There's no more, even tickets, even parking yeah. tickets. Everything's done on a computer. But the intelligence- Oh no, not, not true because I just got a parking <laughs> ticket in Cape May, New Jersey. So if you're any Cape May cops are listening, you can get me out of, no, I'm just kidding. Right. But I did, it was, and I was- I was, and, and, you know, this goes inside what, what we're talking about. It was handwritten. So yeah. I was a little like, wow, that's a little weird. Cause not that I get a lot of tickets, but when, you know, you get a parking ticket here, yeah, they're, yeah. they're usually printed out, you know? So nobody's happy but, getting one of them. That's what Yeah, I know. I know. I'll go pay it. So <laughs> but, um, yeah, this cop's uh, hand, I mean, his uh, synopsis of, of the incident that's going on with this missing girl, you know, um, just the way he writes, though, uh, it just amazed me. I'm like, wow, this kid must he must have a degree. Uh, he must have taken a, a writing <laughs> course or something. But, um, you know, so much has changed in, in policing, and it continues yeah. to change. And, you know, it's a, it's a continual struggle between defunding the p police, you know, giving. And if you say defund the police, I think it's horrible. Even mm -hmm. if you want to take money out of the budget, you got to change the title of that, you know. Mm -hmm. You, you definitely have to change the title. You, you can't be putting that out there and having society go, well, that's a great idea. Yeah. Taking away the right now, Minnesota is um, looking at the, 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 the county where George Floyd was, um, you know, killed. They're looking at changing their methods of policing. They're getting social workers involved. They're doing a lot of different things. 
hey, I'm all on board. I yeah. am a social worker too. I'm all on board. Anything that's going to make society safer. But mm-hmm. I don't think taking away large chunks of money and, no. and, and replacing armed police officers with social workers is a great idea, especially yeah. with you know, there are the bad guys aren't changing their plans. You know what I mean? No, the bad no. guys and bad girls, they're not, yeah, they're no, not defunding no. themselves, you know? No, no. But you know, Mike, I've been hearing a lot about that. Uh, a friend of ours um, down in DC, she said they're, they're down um, Beverly, Beverly. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, she's a good friend of the show. Um, she said that they're down um, uh, 200 cops and not hiring anybody. Wow. I mean, that's D.C. You know, yeah. that's that's, you know, our nation's capital where all kinds right. of crap goes on. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and then, you know, I don't think we're going to have to defund the police, because if you think about it, who the hell wants to be a cop now? Nobody. You know, you nobody does. Nobody's going. And here's the problem that, you know, the standards that you guys, you and all of our listeners were at is way up here to become a cop. You had to be at right. your highest peak mentally, physically, emotionally, mentally, everything. Right. Now that we're not having, uh, now that there's the cops don't want to be cops anymore and people are quitting in droves and people don't want to sign up, guess what they're going to do? The standard from the here standards. is right. going to go to here, right. you know? So right. you think it's going to get better because because of all this shit? It's going to get worse, you know? Right. That's my opinion anyway. Oh, I so. agree. And, and and I really think, you know, um, I just can go back to the 70s when New York City was having trouble with um you know, corruption with cops and everything. And they, they formed mm-hmm. a commission, the NAP commission and the NAP commission did this extensive study on why cops were taking graph, why cops were doing bad things. And what they found out was one, they weren't educated and two, they weren't making a lot of money. So yeah. they figured, well, we'll give we'll let cops get educated. We'll pay them more. We'll yeah. help pay for their education and we're going to pay yeah. them more money. So they won't be tempted to take graph. Well, yeah. it wasn't just graft either. They were looking the other way and many, th- many things, many yeah. things on, you yeah. know, but I yeah. think nowadays the, the money is good. Um, the job itself is still a dangerous job. There's no doubt, but it can be a rewarding job too. You can mm-hmm. help people out. I've, the good news about being old at being 67 years old and had, had been a cop for 35 years. And now that I'm an old man, um, I meet people that are adults that were young kids when in my district where I worked, I remember yeah. some, of the, some of the acts of kindness, the homework mm-hmm. study program, the mm-hmm. off street art program where they were, yeah. Instead of doing graffiti, we were paying them to, to, and helping them with scholarships to come yeah. show us your artistic talent, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. all different programs, loan a phone program for domestic yeah. abuse, you know, to be involved in all that and to help and to help um, these kids now that are adults. They remember those acts of kindness, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm glad. Well, some of, the, some of uh, those kids, Mike, they didn't even have. An adult figure in their life, I'm sure, you know, I mean, you know, and and the police and, you know, the police were that that figure, that figure to them. And now we want to defund them. I mean, I I don't get it. And I I know we're off the topic a little bit about, you know, about doing, you know, about the changing. Well, it's changing in police and that's part of the change. Yeah. You can't find enough candidates now. Years ago, (laughs) when they had a police exam every year and a firefighters exam. Um, there'd be thousands. There'd be literally, they'd have to have it for two days, two days of testing. Now there's not thousands, there's, there's hundreds, but you know, and again, the quality, uh, I just had a call from a, a local police department doing a background check on a, a young man who used me as a reference. And I gave him five stars because he deserves it. This kid speaks mm-hmm. two languages. He's Latino. He's got a child that's special needs. He cares more about the child than he does about anything. And he's a great uh, husband and, He's a correctional officer, but he wants to go to be a police officer. And, mm-hmm. and 
the cop doing the background check said, you know, what's amazing, Mike. I've talked to 11 people and everybody's given him five stars. And he says, well, there you go. You know, it took, it shows you the character of him. So I have no doubt this boy's going to get hired and he's going to be a real asset to the community. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's the town of Drake where I live, where okay. he's going to be working, you know? Okay. And, and I'm so proud. But I asked the cop doing the background check, hey, are you having a hard time filling these spots? And he said, you have no idea. Yeah. Said, we, we, one, one time you'd, you'd interview 12 people for six jobs and you'd get them out of the 12. Now mm-hmm. you're interviewing 50 people for six jobs and mm-hmm. you're lucky to fill three of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jesus, you know, even I, I mentioned Kate May. That's where we're at, where I was actually going to dinner the other night when I got the parking ticket. And, um, you know, down here, they can't find waiters and waitresses, you know, there's empty tables because right. you know, people are waiting. And, you know, so if we can't find waitresses and waiters that are, that are going to do the job down here, how hard, how it can't be, you know, it's going to be even harder to find a cop that's specifically skilled. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong. There's nothing wrong with waitress and waiters, oh, but no. you know, being a cop is a dangerous job, you know, not just anybody. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you have to go make a living, you can, you could take up being a waiter and waitress, but it takes a, a certain skill, not even a certain skill, a certain person yeah. to be a certain cop. Mindset. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. certain mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't, I don't have that. I love, I love being around the first responders communities. I love, and cops are my, my thing. Um, you know, I just, I just don't, I just didn't have that, you know, that, that in me to do what you guys do. And, and that's, you know, that, that's, it's 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 um it takes a special skill and a special mindset yeah well the same thing with fire department you know like the, the hiring firefighters you know and, and there's a lot more women that are going i've seen it right here in lowell in the city of lowell um there's a there's a lot more to being a firefighter than just holding a hose at a fire course, i mean yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you 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 have to be trained to be a first responder you got to you know, administer some types of uh, narcane or other drugs too. And you, you have to be fit enough to be able to carry somebody out of a burning building. You know, think of that. Now Mm -hmm. I've been to uh, unbelievable blazes, fires, mill buildings that that were built in the 1800s that were oil soaked floors where these, where you could see for 10 miles, 15 miles, you could see this building all aglow. So the I've been burn to Boston re- burn fires. Right. <laughs> I, I it on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, another job that it, it's, it's changing it, it, mm-hmm. it, you know, um, the candidates for these jobs are changing. It's not just yeah. the white, white Irish cop, I white Irish firefighter. It's all different. Yeah. We're in a yeah. different society. And yeah. there are people that are very capable whether they're five foot two or six foot two, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and they go for the job and they get it. But again, I see these horrific fires that were occurring out in Ferguson, Missouri, and the firefighters were getting bottles thrown at them. I mean, they did, they're there to save a structure or save a home, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. being tortured by, by these, these, um, you know, these people, uh, anarchists, whatever you want to yeah. call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to get, they had to get cop. Uh, the cops had to bring, get them an escort. The fire trucks yeah, escort in, exactly. and to put exactly. the fires out. Right. I mean, it, it's a crazy world. But th- right so this guy in the New York Times that you were talking about, um, he, you know, I, I like, you know, I like what you're, how you're going with this is that, you know, you used to handwrite everything versus right. now right. the this because even the skill level. Um, and, and I'm not saying you didn't have the skill level because you know. did eventually oh, get into it. You right, know, right, computers. Right. 
are a huge part of policing and fire and and EMS and even EMS. They are in communication before they even get to the hospital. I, I was told, I think it was on one of our shows. If you listen back, I forgot who it was, but I was told that that on the way to the hospital, EKGs are sent, um, vitals are sent, information right. sent. They have the 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 emergency room all set up for right. exactly what's going exactly. on because of computers. Right. You didn't have that right. in your day when no, you started, no, right? No, no, no. <laughs> you throw you in the ambulance and off you'd go. But these EMS workers, again, another job that is uh, so uh, so necessary. It's very dangerous because you're going to get from point A to point B. You don't know who you're encountering. Mm -hmm. You're in uniform. You don't know whether people think you're a cop or, mm -hmm. or whatever. And, yeah. you know, uh, again, EMS workers, they save lives. That's what they're yeah. there for. You yeah. know, and they get, they get people that are combative. They get people that have overdosed. They got to they work on. No, it's it's really a different society now. And, and, and for the better, I think, as far as the ability. That report I was reading, that newspaper article I was reading, excerpts of the police officer's report i was just blown away what what mm -hmm. a great writer this this officer was mm -hmm. i don't even they said his, his or her name i forget but i was like just so impressed by this style of writing and it was almost like i felt like i was there like he wow was describing everything um people he'd interviewed places he'd been and i was like wow what an incredible writer this this wow. officer is you know yeah. so yeah. anyway i i just I thought that would be a good topic for today's show. And plus, yeah. See you, Ed. You know what? I've missed her. <laughs> I, I really missed doing the project. I miss Skylar. It's it's um, you know, it, it, this is like a family thing. We were very fortunate. There's a there's a small group that yeah, we get together and we do this, and then we have Kyle yeah. edit, edit it. And yep. it comes out the finished product is always good. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah and and you know, and, and it's well, you know what that the, the the best part is is of course all of us get together, but the content, the years of experience that you have to to go. I mean, listen, what you just said. I went from right handwriting reports to writing them on the computer. Right, well, right. You you've seen it all. That's like going from like I don't know to, to the to the the rotary phone to the dial phone to hey, the cell phone. You know, from the Flintstones, <laughs> from the Flintstones to the jet. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. But you know. but here's the thing: at least it's changing for the better. Right. Um, listen, we could talk about the Ferguson, Missouri. We could talk about the uh, the uh, Minneapolis. We yeah. could talk about all that. Maryland, there is all of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We could New talk York about City. all that. Right. Yep, but there was a lot of good stuff going on in policing. There's right. a lot of good stuff going on in the first responders world. I mean, sure. even, even our past sponsors, AT&T, uh, the yep. uh, um, first net, first they net. have a, a specific, yeah. uh, a specific highway for, for, for you guys when, when everything's down yeah. for first responders, you know? So there is, you know, we do talk about a lot of bad things and, and the shitty things in, in, in policing and, and first responders, right. but there's so many more good things, you know? Sure. Sure. And, uh, you know, so that, that's, that's, you know, that's, that's good. And this, um, you know, and this guy who, who, who wrote this report or this girl who wrote this report, you know, they care about their job. That's somebody who cares right. about the, the information that's, that's put in that, the, you know, the information that's going to help this poor girl right. hopefully right. get found or this guy who's not cooperating. Right. Right. Cooperate, you know, and, uh, you know, that, well, that's, talk, that's a, what my guest on it. Yeah. It's, it's the first thing on the news every day because of the fact that he's not cooperating, you know, it says a lot, you know, um, there's two sides to every story, but his lawyer claims He's, he's not speaking because uh, he's a person of interest. And, but, you know, uh, we, we all know. I mean, logically, yeah. listen, 
you, you, you've been with somebody for several years. You go on a one-month vacation. Obviously, you yeah. care about this person. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Exactly. You know? Listen, right. Mike, if me and my wife went on a one-month vacation, she disappeared, I'd be talking to anybody and everybody. Help of me course. find her. You know, help me get this woman back. This is, you know, this is the person who I want to grow old with. Get her back with me, you know, or or she's just a human being, even if they weren't in love or whatever. She's still a human being, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, yeah, it's just, so. and, and, you know, you got to feel for the family, but you know, the technology first net, like you said, built by AT&T, well, yeah. you know, uh, th there's just a lot of good things that we're missing because of the negative stuff. So it's good to be able to talk about, you know, um, we still, uh, uh, we still have capable hands that are going to mm -hmm. protect us. People that are capable, that are trained, that, that are, that are looking at, policing firefighting as a career they're going into it they're professionals and they're going to keep yeah. it going, you know yeah exactly exactly well what's what's some of the plans you have for the show in, in the in the future i was just on a show talking about um i'm friends of recovery about some of the future plans what do you have in, in store yeah. you have guests you have uh yeah yeah i got some guests set up i uh, definitely um i've had a couple of people that i wanted to come back on tom fleming being one of them yeah um, yeah you know, um, I, I have a good friend, Jack Dolan. I think he's been on the show once before. Yeah. yeah. And um, Jack was the, one of the first um, DARE offices up here in Massachusetts. And I figured it'd be good to have him on to, to, to talk about what, you know, the DARE program was, what what it was about and where it where that is now. Because that's yeah. a whole different um, yeah. all yeah. as well, you know. Yeah, so I got exactly. those two coming up. Um, they're going to be good. guests on the shows. Good, 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 good. And, you know, and, and the other thing is, is that, you know, um, we, guys, this show is for you guys, you know, for you guys and girls. I say guys because I'm from Jersey, so Jersey right. Ed, but <laughs> we say guys. Um, but send us a, uh, an email, help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com. Um, I'll get the email and I'll pass that along to Mike and on topics, on anything you want to talk about. If you want to have some feedback, you know, give us some feedback about the show. Um, if you're, you know, if you're sure if you are a young cop, a firefighter, a EMS worker, uh, even a veteran, uh, male, female, I don't care. We, we, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, nationality, not, nothing matters. All matters if, if you're in the line of work that has to do with EMS, policing, fire, or uh, even a veteran. Send Ed an email, and we'll have you yeah. on the show as a guest. Yep, exactly. Help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com, and uh, we'll get you guys. We'll get you guys on. Always looking for some good guests, also Absolutely. and good topics. So. Podfather, another great show. Um, Absolutely. You know, uh, you know, just uh, thank you for having me on, and hopefully we'll do this a little bit more. We um, will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, 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 good. We definitely so, will. Yeah, well, Ed, yeah. Good seeing you, and, and uh, Josie Ed, thanks for everything, and I look forward to doing another another podcast with you in the near future. Likewise, likewise. Good, good, good. All right, pal. You want to take us out? Yep, yep. Uh, Answering the call, the first responders podcast. Stay safe, everybody, and we'll see you soon. That concludes this episode of Answering the Call, the first responders podcast. Thanks to Genesis House for supporting those on the path to recovery and keeping this valuable resource free for all our friends in recovery. Follow us on Facebook for past shows and updates and enjoy free access to twice daily support meetings. Brought to you by Genesis House and the Friends in Recovery.